Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's super powerful. He's the greatest Jedi in the galaxy. Who can we get to defeat him? Uh, well, how about a black woman? Uh, do you mean like a specific black woman? Like a special black woman who's the only person in the galaxy that can defeat Obi-Wan Kenobi? No, 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 no. You don't need to go to all that. Just any black woman. Of course, any black woman could defeat Obi-Wan Kenobi. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. The latest Critical Drinker episode on YouTube. He's talking about what's wrong with movies today. And it's making me want to figure out what is wrong with movies today. Like the stuff he says is kind of right. I'll tell you that in a second. But it's not entirely right. So I've just been... I'm going to talk about it to get my thoughts straight. So, the critical drinker, what his complaint is, is basically that movies don't have... Not that they don't have good stories. I guess that they don't have good character arcs. So, like, his first example is uh, Mulan. That's that, I guess, Chinese mythology legend that uh, Disney turned into a cartoon, and then a few years back uh, they turned it into a live-action remake of the cartoon, like they like to do. And the general story is that in China, China's being attacked by some evil army, I don't know, Mongols, I'm not sure. And I think every, you know, every able-bodied young man needs to join the army and go fight. But Mulan, her family, she doesn't have any brothers, she's the only one. And so she pretends to be a boy so she can go fight for her country. I mean, that sounds good to me. I mean, you know, that, that's the, I think that's the Chinese myth, right? That's, that's the fundamental part that is the Chinese myth, which is a pretty cool, uh, uh, you know, framework to uh, drape your story around. But so, you know, what's the difference between the two? Uh, according to the drinker, like in the cartoon, I think he's, I'm sure he's right. In the cartoon, you know, it's a girl. It's a girl who goes off and joins an army full of men and, you know, She's not as strong as them. She's not as big as them. And let me tell you, go watch the Critical Drinker's uh, YouTube video on this subject because just his way with words is phenomenal. You know, when I say she's not as strong as them, she's not as big as them, I mean, he puts it so much better. I can't do it his way. But so in the cartoon, you know, she's, whatever, she's a woman, and so she has to, she has shortcomings, and she has to overcome them, like... You know, she has to use her brain, basically, to because she's not as big and strong as them. She has to use her brain, and the movie has a, a, an arc, right? There's an arc of her character where she is basically like the weakest person in the army, and people aren't impressed with her, and they don't like her. Of course, there's a hunky, uh, the hunky guy in the army who doesn't like her to begin with. Uh, I'm sure they end up falling in love and having many babies. But she, So she goes from this low point, and then she... You know, she just hard scrabble claws her way up to being, you know, at least a legitimate army person. And it's a movie, so the good guy, you know, wins in the end. And uh, she ends up earning the respect of everyone, and I'm, I think she saves the day. I mean, it's a certain kind of feminist, there's a certain kind of feminism to that story. Uh, and it's not the same in the, the live-action remake. So in the live-action remake... There's some sort of, I don't know if they, I didn't watch it, but there's some sort of magic, you know, chi, like uh, karate or martial arts energy within yourself. And some people have chi, and uh, so Mulan, you know, she's a girl who's the, I guess, the only daughter or whatever of her family, 
but she also has she's also the person who has the most chi in the world. So, like, you know, she goes to the army. You know, it's like, hey, go, you know, hey, hey, recruits, I want y'all to pair off and get in a fight, right? And then she just kicks whoever's ass she gets paired off with. Like, you need to carry this giant heavy thing to the top of a mountain. She's like, oh, no problem. She's little girl, just, you know, a small woman, just grabs a giant thing, throws it over her shoulder, and climbs the mountain faster than all the men. And then I think there's the big battle, and, you know, she goes and kicks all of their asses. And if there's a hunky man involved, I'm I'm sure she gets gets him, and... I don't know. I don't know if she goes off and has a bunch of babies or maybe gets a, you know, becomes non-binary and cut get, gets her breasts cut off. I don't know. And so the drinker, his opinion on that is that that's not a good uh, character arc. Basically, you start off, you're the best. You know, probably some men say some sexist remarks. You kick their ass. Then you go over here and you kick some ass. You go over there, you kick some ass and... Whatever you kick ass throughout the whole movie, and then the movie ends, and so there's not there's no change, there's no going from low to medium to high, or you know some movies you go from high to low. But uh, I mean, there's definitely something to this where it's like if you have a woman, if a woman is the star of an action movie, uh, she just has to be the absolute best from the start to the finish, and and through the middle, she has to be the absolute best. It just that you know, that's a woke thing to do. It's like, don't you like women? Don't you like women? Don't you don't you you know don't don't you know that men have been oppressing women? So therefore, we need to make her the best the whole way through. And the other uh, comparison he brings up is um, Anakin Skywalker from the Star Wars prequels versus uh, Rey, the girl Jedi from the Star Wars sequels. And Anakin, right? That's the guy. That's Darth Vader, right? Darth Vader. Starts out as a poor boy. He's discovered to have the most Jedi powers of anyone ever. And he kind of, whatever. He turns into a bad guy, but, you know, it's, it's a little more complicated than that. So he starts off low. He goes high. Everyone loves him. He loves everyone. And then he falls off that and becomes a villain. And I think the reasons are because he has so much power, he just, uh, he gets conceited. And also, for some reason, um, falling in love with a woman and caring about a woman over caring about the galaxy is not a good thing to do. And so he, he can't give up. He can't, he, you know, he becomes conceited and he can't give up his love for uh, whatever Natalie Portman's smoking hot character was named. And so those things turned him to the dark side. And then you got Darth Vader. So, there, you know, there's some ups, there's some downs, and then there's a middle. And then the new Star Wars ones. I only watched the first of the new, or the yeah, the sequels, the last three ones that came out, because everyone was complaining about them. Like these anti woke people that I watch on YouTube, they're like, they're anti woke movie critics, but largely they're anti woke complainers. Which maybe maybe that's what I am. If you're anti woke, does that mean you're a complainer? Or at least if you make videos on YouTube or podcasts like this, uh, does it make you a complainer? I think maybe it does. But so the complaint about uh, the new Star Wars ones. So they put a girl in charge, and it's kind of like Mulan over again. She's just the best. I mean, it starts off she's she's not rich. I mean, you know, like you know, I think I did see that movie. So you know, maybe the first fifteen minutes is she's super badass, but she's kind of a nobody on a backwards planet. And then I think after that, it's just nothing but 
success. She just goes here and succeeds. She goes there and succeeds. And so I understand that stuff. Um, oh, and also to mention that the sequels, they ruin um, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. Basically, those movies just take, especially Luke. They just take, I didn't even watch the movie, but they just, they take Luke Skywalker and just throw him in the fucking trash. Like, you know, did you grow up loving Luke Skywalker? You know, I was four years old when Star Wars came out. Did you grow up loving him? Well, fuck you. We're going to throw him in the fucking trash. Sorry for cussing, but that's, uh, I mean, for whatever reason, that's what they decided to do with uh, Star Wars, and it's, I think it's related to wokeness. I mean, they chose a girl to be the star, obviously, for wokeness. It's unclear exactly why they threw Luke in the trash, but, uh, and just made him a terrible character. Like, everything you loved about him, flip that upside down, you know, and then add a bunch of crap that makes no sense. He's like drinking milk from a monster's, you know, teat. Like a cow has a teat instead of a breast. I mean, I don't know. I guess the the question that I don't know for sure, but are they like, you know what, you know who likes Star Wars? White men. You know who you know who we hate? White men. So and you know who else is a white man? Luke Skywalker. So that might have been why they did that. Or maybe they're just idiots. I don't know. So that's all you know, that's the drinker's argument. And uh that's all true, partially true, mostly true. There's definitely some truth in that stuff. But just while watching the video, it just made me think, like, uh, can't I come up with, um, you know, classic, I guess, white, you know, usually white male characters that everyone loves that also just start off the best. In the middle of the movie, they're the best. And at the end of the movie, they're the best and they win. And I think there's, I don't know, what, what, what came to my mind pretty instantly was James Bond. Now, the latest James Bond, Daniel Craig from the last 20 years, it's a little more complicated, although not much. He mostly just is the best. But, uh, like, the James Bonds that I grew up with as a kid, um, I'll tell you, one time when I was five, when I was five, when I was a teenager, probably about 11, was that a teenager? Whatever. When I was a kid, my mom took me to a five James Bond movie extravaganza at the drive-in. And I watched all five of those suckers. I grew up without TV. Anyways, I watched all five of those suckers, and she slept through all of them. So that was one of the greatest joys of my entire childhood, was just ten hours of James Bond. It might have only been three in a row. It probably was just three. I exaggerate, but still, it was enough to knock her out. But in any case, those old James Bonds, um, yeah. There definitely was no, there was no getting your butt kicked at all. James Bond, just he was the best. You know, he he got the girl, beginning, middle, and end. He got the girl. He probably got two girls, sometimes three. And he just kicked everyone's butt, and he outsmarted everyone. And anyways, no one is complaining about the old James Bond movies. So you can have a good movie where someone is just the best. I mean, think of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando, Predator. I mean, he's just the best. He's the best that's ever been. John Matrix and whatever he's called in Predator. Then he just goes and kicks some ass. So what's the difference between these old 80s movies where there ain't no character arc and just someone kicks ass, but it's a white man, and I think, you know, these anti-woke culture critics, you know, including myself, we ain't got no problem with that, never even occurred to us to complain for one second. I mean, plus we were kids. And then nowadays, they, whatever, they're making movies that are very, very similar, but they put a woman in the 
main role or you know maybe a black person or something they put a they put a non-white man in there and then people start complaining and i feel it i feel the same i have the same inclination to go oh god they're making a woman do that stuff again uh so i'm trying to figure out you know why where does this feeling come from i mean first off it is ridiculous when you got like a 105 pound smoking hot woman who just is throwing grown men through windows one after the other but you know there's there's schwarzenegger scenes in the back in the day where he would he would take on a hundred men at once and defeat all of them with a gun but still basically neither one of those things is realistic at all but there's something i don't know I, you know i guess it's sexism i'm not sure there's something a little more annoying about a 105 pound woman throwing around growing grown men like it's harder for you to believe that that's real than Schwarzenegger killing 100 men, even though he has a gun. I mean, that's the classic thing where the villains always miss, right? You know, it's him versus 100 men, and he, every bullet that comes out of his gun takes one out, and every bullet that they shoot misses. And I don't know why, but for some reason, I don't know, it's less ridiculous to imagine bullets missing, maybe just because bullets are a little bit out of the human brain's realm of comprehension, than it is to think of a little woman you know, punching a man and knocking him out when he's twice her size? And the answer is, I don't know. There's my excuse. Is that a good excuse? Probably not. And you could say, well, you know, and this is, you know, this is not reality. In this alternate reality, there are superheroes and women can beat up men. I will say, when they say there's a superhero, they don't go into it a lot. I don't know. Let's, uh, let's take Spider-Man, for instance. I don't know if the women in his movies are beating up men. I'm sure you can find some. Um, so Spider-Man, there's a reason why he can take on 20 dudes at a time, and it's because he was bitten by a radioactive spider. But the excuse that they give for women being able to beat up 20 men at a time, they usually don't give you an excuse. They don't give you an excuse. They don't give you a reason. So that's a little annoying. It would be better writing if you say, you know, why? Why is this possible? You know, why do the laws of physics not apply, or why can training overcome size or something and basically like i guess mulan they actually did come up with the reason she has chi you know it's like the force it's like a jedi i mean so that you know that actually makes sense i guess then and then there's race uh like the big thing that people are talking about now is lord of the rings has black dwarfs and black elves which whatever originally lord of the rings probably didn't have those things and i don't know why but i find that obnoxious and it's not entirely fair. I mean, you know, they like to remake stuff. They like to take stories from famous books, famous comic books, famous whatevers, and turn them into movies. But now, you know, uh, I don't know if it was racism or whatever, but basically there's not a lot of famous novels from the old days and even comic books from the 60s that starred black people written first off they weren't written by black people so usually people write about themselves they put them into the story the main character is them if they had superpowers basically if the writer had super strength this is what he would have done and so it's not entirely f- fair i don't know i mean i don't know what the solution there is basically if you're going to be remaking old stuff then you're going to be putting people in positions that just don't look right like, I guess I was watching, there's a new Vikings Valhalla sh- TV show out on, I think, Netflix. Vikings, that was a good show. Probably came out eight years ago. And it's about a bunch of Vikings, and they, uh, it's 
kind of, you know, it, it has a certain amount of historical accuracy. And the Vikings, they used to go fight with the British or the English, the English. And they did that in real life. And then that's what the show is about, except, you know, obviously with extra drama and sex, etc. And so they've got a sequel to it called Vikings Valhalla. And the Viking chief, for some reason, is a black woman. And I don't know about, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know the general public. I don't know how the general public feels about this. Like, I watch these anti-woke guys. They don't get more. Than, they don't ever get more than a million views. So, if only a million people feel the way we do, then that means virtually everyone feels some other way. But if I'm watching a Viking show, and the Viking chief is a black woman, I'm just going to be like, it's just going to remind me, like, Viking chiefs were not black women, and they get, you know, they gave her the name of a real historical Viking chief who was, you can, you guessed it, a white man. But I don't know. It's funny. It's like if you if you're making a TV show about Vikings. It's almost, it's almost like, you know, you're like, I want to make a show starring white men. Where should I set it? You go, oh, we'll pick the Vikings, you know, and you just, we'll just have to choose white men as the actors because that's what the Vikings were. And I don't know if they choose, I don't know if they chose the show that way, but then someone else comes in and is like, uh, yes, I know you chose a place where it's all white men, but you can't just have white men. We got to throw in a black woman. And so it's kind of like, it's writing by committee, you know? It's, it's not like some writer has a great idea for a story. It's like they get a bunch of people in a room and someone, you know, someone's job is like to say, uh, we need a black woman. And the other people are like, well, you know, that doesn't have nothing to do with our story. They're like, uh, do you want to get fired? Put a black woman in. They're like, okay. So maybe it's annoying, maybe it's obnoxious because... They're just, they're doing stuff that is bad for the story. Like, basically, they have a, instead of trying to make the best story that they could, they're putting in BS and modern politics, and thereby making the story less good. I mean, that is obnoxious. It's not, you know, write the best story. Like, I'm, you know, I, I want to watch the best story I can get. Why you got to make it slightly less good or way worse with modern politics? I think it's a little more than that, too, because I was thinking, like, like, what if they did, um... Black Panther, and they just replaced all the black people in Wakanda with white people, white actors. I mean, the answer is, I'd watch that shit. But I think the only reason I'd really want that is, it would just be a nice punch in the nose to the woke people who are, you know, like, when you say, oh, the elves weren't black, they're like, you're a racist. And it would just be funny. It would just be amusing if they changed all the Wakandans to uh, white, because then, I don't know. Well, you'd be like, that was pretty good. Good writing in that one. And they'd be like, you're a racist. I don't know. It would just be funny. It would show the hypocrisy. They only care about switching races when it's away from white, and genders when it's away from men. They don't actually think it's okay to switch in general. They just, whatever. There's certain groups that they don't like, the woke people, and uh, so... Whatever, I guess they're enjoying it. They're enjoying it just like I'm enjoying it. I'm sure the woke people, even though they're not the majority of the viewers, they're like, yeah, make the elves black. That'll, that's a good punch in the nose to the anti-woke people. And I'll tell you what, they are winning. If that's right, if that's the reason why they're doing this stuff, or I think some people are doing this stuff, they're like, yeah, make the elves, make the dwarves black. That's a nice punch in the nose to the woke people. Make them trans, you know, whatever. Make them every single thing that they're not in the books. 
as a nice punch. And then I can crow about it on Twitter and then not watch the show because I didn't care in the first place. Well, so I think there's actually more to all of this, but I gotta go do something. So I'm gonna come up with a I'm gonna come up with a theory here. Maybe this is the correct theory. Is that uh, every time you make a Viking a black woman or whatever, it's it's not actually about the show. It's not about the story. You know, when you make a woman the best at everything that's ever been, and people don't like it, and then a man does the same thing, and people are, like, fine with it. Um, I think maybe the reason why is it's the culture war. Like, there is a war. There are two sides. They are fighting. And, you know, I guess one side thinks if you make an elf black, then, boom, you're winning. You're, you're win- That was a little battle. That was a little battle over the race of the elves, and you made them black, and you won that battle. And then, for various reasons, anti-woke people, right, they, you know, in Hollywood, Hollywood, first off, Hollywood is woke, but second off, I think there's actually more anti-woke people in there than you'd think, but if you say something, then you get called racist and you lose your job. And so I think people resent that. People resent being called racist when they're not racist, sexist when they're not sexist. And so... When you make the dwarves black, uh, it's a little bit of a punch in the nose to those people. But it's uh, it's not just like, you know, a normal battle, like, you know, someone would strike at you with a, or a gun. We'll use guns. In a normal battle, someone would shoot at you with a gun, and then you'd shoot back with a gun. And, then, you know, that would be a nice, fun Cowboys and Indians uh, childhood gameplay thing. But currently, one side can do, you know, one side can shoot their guns. And then the other side is like, you know, and then they're like, okay, don't shoot back. If you shoot back, you're a racist. And that is obnoxious. I mean, that is obnoxious. You can't shoot back. We can't, you know, I, we, the two sides can't fight because the other side is going to, whatever, is going to do bad stuff and then call you a racist when you retaliate. That's obnoxious. It pisses people off. And it's not like these new TV shows and movies are great. It's, you know, it's like they're making bad movies too. They're taking stuff that you love, making a bad movie, and then daring you to criticize it and call you a racist. And so I think that's that's why just everything that happens is, is obnoxious. It's not like, oh, someone had a great idea to put in a black elf and we trust them. No, at this point, there's absolutely zero trust on either side. And Ryan Kennel, uh, he was talking about the Batman and how every villain in the Batman is white and all the black people in the movie are all good people, heroes. And I don't know why, but I find that obnoxious also. I mean, that's just anti-white racism. That's racist. If every villain is white, you know, that's racist. I mean, you do it because you don't want to get criticized. Well, it's either cowardly or racist. I think a lot of times, they're not, I mean, they're not necessarily racist against white people. They're just like, they don't want to get criticized, you know. You, you know, nowadays, like you know, if you have a Muslim, there's no freaking way in hell a Muslim person can be a bad guy in a movie. That's just not allowed. And it's similar with, uh, you know, it depends on the, it depends, it depends on the movie. Sometimes uh, I think there's a new movie coming out that has a woman as the big bad villain. But in general, Hollywood and TV show makers, they're very careful about letting non-white men be bad guys. Or have any flaws, you know? Like, if you can't have a flaw, you're like, oh, that's a black character. They can't have any flaws. Then right there, that means that character can't start from a low point 
and work their way up to a high point and then, you know, maybe fall back down or go even higher, whatever. They can't have any character arc. You just, you're good in the middle, you're good in the beginning, you're good at the end because uh, you're black. It does lead to kind of some obnoxious viewing where you just, you know, I mean, just try this, dear listener. Just from now on, when you watch, uh, when you watch something and you see a black person, just say to yourself, oh, they're not the bad guy. And if you're watching a mystery like Death on the Nile or something, if someone's not a white man, you're like, well, they're not, they're not the killer. You know, it's like, was it Professor Plum in the, in the kitchen? Well, if Professor Plum is a black man, then the answer is no. So it's obnoxious to know who done what and who, well, it's obnoxious to know what's going to happen in the future of a movie just by looking at the race of a character. And I was watching the new Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Disney Plus Star Wars TV show trailer. I think it came out yesterday. And I'm watching it, and there's Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he's doing some stuff. And I, I, don't, know, I don't know how long I got into it. You know, the trailer's like 2 minutes, 12 seconds or something long. And about 50 seconds in or something, I hadn't seen a black person. And I just, just in my mind, I, got, I went, where's the black person? And then, boom, I just, I had perfect timing. I had perfect timing because, boom, there it was. There was some black woman is some major character in this show, and she came in. I, you know, I had about 50 seconds. I'm like, where's the black people? And then about 53 seconds, there she was. And if you look at that trailer, it looks like she's, well, she's the star of the trailer. She's not in the first half of the trailer, but she's in the second half. And it, I don't know, whoever this lady is, it looks like she's, she might be the bad guy, but anyways, if she is the bad guy, then she'll turn out to have a heart of gold. But she was basically the star of that trailer. She's some sort of empire, black woman, Jedi, something, something. But so this trick of watching a trailer and then saying, where are the black people? You can't, you can't say that before the trailer starts. Like to win, you know, you, 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 could, you, could, you could watch it with a friend. You and a friend could play this game. So for instance... You know, I watched 50 seconds of it. I said, where's the black person? And then the black person came in at about 53 seconds. So that means, you know, if you want to beat me in this game, you would have had to say, where's the black person at 51 seconds or 52 seconds? So, you know, once the black person comes in, then you lose. And it's, you know, it's, it's a get as close as you can without good going over, just like that old game show. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.